106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's Johnny. He told me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I love you. I know. Say hello to my little friend. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. Welcome to the Star Wars episode. We're recording this at 8 o'clock, sorry, 9 o'clock Mountain Time, and I'm putting it out right after we're done. So if it's horrible, it's because there was no editing to this. But I got Josh, I got Frank, and Josh, uh, what are you calling yourself for this episode? I'm calling myself, <laughs> how you pronounce his name, Sir Alex uh is it Alex Guinness? Guinness. Alex Guinness. Yes, I'm. Oh, I'm the uh, the, the character, the, the man that played Obi Wan over this episode <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> like, if you ever go look at like his interviews and stuff like that, he just like shrugs the movie. I mean, he was like, I'm. I, he was like, I read, <laughs> he's like, I read it and I just like turned the page. But he got paid a lot of money for it, so like, if, you know, we make a lot of money off this episode. I'll, I'll be that. <laughs> well, either we make a lot of money or we get sued by Lucasfilm. So take your pick. Or Disney. Or Disney, yeah. <laughs> While we're recording this, I'm actually watching the Star Wars movie. Okay, don't tell hope. me about it because I haven't touched it. A New Hope? You it. haven't seen A New Hope? A New Hope? Yeah. The original one, right? Not the shitty remake from a couple years ago? Well, oh, I, I want the original, original one. Oh, shut up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just saying. Okay. Not... <laughs> okay, let's start the show. With something fun. Frank, what's your favorite parody or remake or spoof of Star Wars? Oh, I'll do curveball. Um, it has to go Spaceballs. Spaceballs? Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. That's like the one movie that George Lucas gave his blessing to. The parody. It was honestly great. But it was, if you look at it, if you read about it, it was. George, a lot of people wanted to parody Star Wars. They did parody. They all wanted to do like some kind of spoof off of it. And George Lucas was not giving his blessing to anyone but Mel Brooks. That's how much respect he has for Mel Brooks. Because yeah. Mel Brooks is a fucking legend. Yeah, yeah and that's why George George Lucas trusted Mel Brooks to do a parody of Star Wars. And, <clears throat> and then we get Spaceballs. So, is there a Spaceballs too? Um. No, I mean I know there is talks of having one, um, but they can't do it without Barf, without John Candy. Yeah, that's true. And then now they don't have Joan Rivers either for the for um, oh, the Dot Matrix. Yeah, for that's Dot. right. So they really can't do it. They really can't do it anymore. I don't think they, they can do it anymore. They might, but like without uh, John Candy or Joan Rivers, I mean it's kind of gonna be difficult to. Do those characters? I agree. Um, Josh, do you have any input on parody or anything? I guess I will probably have to go with the Blue Har- Blue Harvest from Family Guy. 
So, <laughs> I, I was looking. No, I was that's like, good. Oh, yeah, I was like, I remember. Yeah, I remember that one. Like, you know, they got uh, the the creepy old guy Horace is like Obi Wan, and then like with the <laughs> impotent lightsaber, <laughs> and it just like shoots up. I just I like saw that. that today, man. I think my favorite character from those those shows is uh, Meg, when she just comes up as just some random. Like, I think in the New Hope, she was the trash compactor's monster. Yeah. She just pops up. Um, I think in um, in um, the, 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 the second part, she was, what was she in the second part? Was she the Tauntaun? No, I don't think she was a Tauntaun. No, she wasn't a Tauntaun. I know with the third. I know with the third one, she was uh, what ate the bubble fed and all that. Oh, the uh, the Sarlacc, the Sen, yeah. <laughs> the second one, I can't remember what she was. I don't she like Sen. Uh... <laughs> it gets it gets in everywhere. Don't let me stop. I can't remember what she was. A Wampa? I don't. Oh, I can't remember the the name of those these creatures. The one that got Luke in the. In the cave. Oh, um, banana escapes me. Anyway, I don't think that was Meg either. I don't know what Meg did in the second one. There's got to be a a page for it. <clears throat> yeah, she was a Sarlacc, and then she was the. Uh, the worm thing that the Millennium Falcon was in. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, she had little insignificant parts for like five seconds and then that was it. <laughs> they treat her like shit so much and I love it. Uh, uh, oh, I, I, I have a question for both of y'all. Okay. So, uh, did Hans shoot first? Yes. Yes. Like you have if you it. look at it, they actually slow it down. No, if you actually look at it, they actually slow it down. There's some so many analysis of this shooting that they actually slow it down so they could, where you can see who shoots first. <laughs> I, I, I like the like uh, the editing that came on uh, that he did like you know years later to make <laughs> make it look like. <laughs> <laughs> and make him seem not like a psychopath. It's just two guys having a conversation. It's kind of going left, but not enough for cold boiled murder to be coming to play. <laughs> Have you seen the original? Like no remake, no recuts, no redos. The original edit of Star Wars. I have no, one. I, you hope? Yeah, I was like, no, I don't. No, have the original. Discs. No, the original edit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't have a laser disc because I think like that's like the only way about, you can find it. About where? Yeah, I'm talking about where like. Um, Jabba wasn't even Jabba. It was more of like just a guy oh. with a big coat, like the original, original. Yeah, yeah. He had like a giant fur coat. Yeah. Have you seen those? I, I saw clips of them, but I've never seen the actual, like the original, original full I length. I saw it a while back. Pretty trippy. It's crazy, man. And all the CGI that they added to yeah, everything afterwards, and even after they remastered A New Hope, when they redid it for. Episode one, two, and three—they added so much more crap to it that it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot. <clears throat> what are you drinking, Frank? A Coke. Oh, no, no drinking today. Yeah, I'm sober. No, that's no what I'm talking today. about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
before we like you know like like dive into like you know like a new hope because that's like where it all comes from a new hope and stuff like that could we go down a quick production road yeah that's, you that's what i'm talking about Leo, so, Josh. I, in order like to go to Star Wars stuff you we gotta just like start off with like george lucas this he was a guy that made like fucking like told uh, poems and stuff like that. He was a very experimental filmmaker, and I forgot like how, but somehow him and Francis Ford Coppola got you know together, and like Francis Ford Coppola basically dared him to like write Star Wars because <laughs> he was like he was like yeah he's like I know George doesn't like to write no no he dared him to write American Graffiti and then he wrote Star Wars yeah. And so, like, that led up into that, and uh, he, he originally wanted to do Flash Gordon, but he didn't have the rights for that. Like, he couldn't get them. And I, I, I love how much of a rebel, like, George Lucas is. Like, people shit on him and stuff like that, but he doesn't want to be part of the, G, the, uh, the DGA. He's always, like, walked his own path and stuff like that. And he was like, fuck it, if I can't do Flash Gordon, I'm going to just make my own shit. <laughs> And uh, and it, it just shows you how crazy like life is. Like he went to like every studio, got turned down. He fucking went to Disney, which owns Star Wars now, and tried to give it to them, and they were just like, nah. So it, like it's it, it, full circle because he made millions of dollars off that shit. Yeah, I was like, he he had a damn good deal from like <laughs> uh, Twenty Centuries Fox, uh, Twenty Centuries Fox, Adam Ladd Jr. son. Of the actor Adam Ladd Jr. I don't know if you guys ever saw Shane. That's a dope western. Nope. But, <laughs> so, yeah, if you ever get some time, watch Shane. Watch Shane. And and George Lucas said he was like he was like he believed in me. He didn't really believe in Star Wars, but he believed in me. And, and sometimes that's all you need. It's just like if you have a wall ID, you just need somebody to believe in you and not your fucking shitty ideas, probably. <laughs> and you know, so it. It was a book that I read about. It, it was like a, uh, it wasn't really an autobiography because it was an arthritis. So it went into like how the production, like, you know, like how he wrote it, how things, you know, originally were, and then how they slowly changed and him as a director and stuff like that. And they, they said like, you know, he was miserable on set because the drawers wouldn't work. Things were going bad. And he wasn't really giving like actors like any direction. He'd be like, "Faster, <laughs> do it again." <laughs> and then in that book, I forgot what book. I don't know if it was that book or another book, but it's a it's a classic director named William Ryder. Like he fan, made old classic movies. I promise this has a point. Like Roman <laughs> Holiday and like uh, Ben Hur. And that's how like he would direct like actors and stuff like that. Like he, if you ever look him up, like. Tons of actors have won Oscars in his movies and stuff like that. Like, uh, Charles Heston compared him as, like, taking a Turkish bath. He was like, you damn near drown, but you come out smelling like a million bucks. <laughs> and, like, he would be, like, faster. And they were like, well, what else you want me to do? Well, why? It sucked. Do it again. <laughs> so, I, 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 if I remember reading correct, like, he took, like, that type of directing skill from William... Wilder and stuff like that, he just probably wasn't as skilled or as like interested. So, but yeah, it's it, it, it's it's always fascinating like to read like the productions and then like all uh, they take like these all urban myths, like they were like, oh, the first cut sucked. 
And then you'd be like, well, the first cut of most movies sucked. Mm-hmm. And they changed editors, and like you know, it was like three people that did it with his ex-wife, and then like it takes on like his ex-wife did the whole damn thing or stuff. And I'm not taking no credit away from her and stuff like that. It's just I'm sharing the credit. <laughs> so I, I was like, you know, I just wanted to like kind of like I guess defend George Lucas a little bit now. Once we get to like the prequels and stuff like that, I I, I have some I have an excuse for it, but I, <laughs> I don't, not enough to save it. You don't have any uh, insight into the- THX eleven thirty eight. Oh, oh, uh, the first movie that he did and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I have I haven't seen it, but I've heard uh, that it's just you know like those are the type of films that he wanted to make, like very extramural and stuff like that, like very just like weird totem poems and stuff like that. Like that's that's what he he, he was into. Like that's like you know he's always talk about making these little small films that he didn't, but he he's done a lot for like special effects, sound design in movies, like surround sound in movies, like all because of that. He was heavily involved with uh, John Williams for Star Wars. Like that was mm-hmm. something that he really wanted to to put his finger in. Mm-hmm. And like he, I, I I love. I'm not as pretty much like like a huge Star Wars fan like you guys and stuff like that like I was always more into like like in the production and I love like his inspiration like he's like he took things from like Akira Kurosawa films like A Hidden Fortress and stuff like that uh, the John Ford Western uh, The Searchers like you know the scene where Luke uh, and Uncle are like killed and it's like on fire and stuff yeah with a sad that's yeah that's from yeah, it was like, like that. That's from you can search up John for the searches like that scene, like that scene when uh, John Wayne goes back to like his brother' house and stuff like that, and like his fam- his brother and his like family have been killed by like an Indian raid, and like it's on fire. Like that scene from scene, like that's from that. Are you trying to say Star Wars copied another movie? No, 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 no. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm saying like it took inspiration from it. Okay, because if you're saying it's copying, I'm gonna no, have to. No, 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 no. It's like he took inspirations and he made his own things, and like that's I kind of feel like maybe the prequels, not not the prequels, the sequels. I'm sorry, like you know the ones that came out in like 2015, 2017, like they didn't really because Star Wars, like even though it took away from like Flash Gordon, World War Two. Like you know, uh, Akira, Akira Kurosawa films, John Ford films, like film like that. It took inspiration, but it, it it was its own thing. And I feel like those movies were like a pale invitation, a pale imitation of something that was a own thing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So that that that's how I feel. Like I'm not putting anything down on those films. Stuff that it just I feel like they didn't go. Uh, they didn't try to get more adventurous in the storytelling department and that like they would like try to play as safe as they can and play to the widest audience as you can and you know I'm interested to see like they were able to get back to like that bold storytelling that pushed it because remember the first time you watched A New Hope you fucking amazed and yeah yeah I'm just saying like the first time like just even if you can't remember that time like if you go back and like look at the landscape it came like this was like the 70s and stuff like that like the golden age <laughs> of filmmaking like Godfather was a mainstream film and then Jaws came out 
and then you know that came out after Jaws. I think because for its time, it was it was amazing to see all the things that they were able to do that I guess really weren't done before. Because before that, like space movies, it was just a guy in a crappy robot suit, or like it wasn't Lost in space. as imaginative. I think like 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Cooper. Yeah, like... I was thinking we, more of Lost in Space. <laughs> yeah, that too. So like, There was very few that kind of went above that that standard of we're going to wow you and you're going to say, well, how'd they do that? And you're, you're going to leave the theater with a good story and holy crap, that was a good-ass movie. How did they do this? How did they do that? Mm-hmm. And then you got a... The remakes in well, yeah, two thousand and one and fifteen, seventeen. It's like when it came out, like he didn't even think like I, I think uh, like back then, like they they sold movies like double hitters, like it was the A movie and it was the B movie. If I remember correct, Star Wars like the B movie, like it opened small and stuff like that, and like they didn't really expect it to really do anything. Like it went over; it was supposed to be like nine million. That was the budget. It went over to like eleven. Or twelve, and I think him and Spielberg were like in Hawaii or something, and then like he got like a phone call. And he was like, "Oh shit, we got a fucking hit, dude!" Mm. Just like you know, like that's that's just what. And like you know, Star Wars, it just exploded. Like people, you can find stories where people were like, "Oh, well, they're like they're waiting in line and they're and people are walking by, like, what are you finna do later? I'm finna watch Star Wars. I've seen it four times already." <laughs> that was me with the new episodes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like, I, you know, it definitely changed things, like you know, in terms of like special effects and all of that. And like he, he went to these places to film. Huh? He went to the actual location to mm-hmm. film. So yeah, yeah, he he, he did, they had to go find places like for like the uh, like a desert for like uh, you know the planet like Luke was on, and yeah, like all, all of that like it it, it 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 really shows you like the craft and the like the time and the care he went he took into it, and it's also another story like where he showed like another like cut of it like the special effects weren't really done so like him and his friends and stuff because like people forget like Spielberg. One Scorsese, Brian De Palma, and all of them, they kind of, like, grew up in that same area. So, like, they were friends. And I forgot who was all at the screening, but I know Spielberg was there. Brian De Palma was there. And, like, he said, like, Spielberg was the only one that really enjoyed it because everybody else probably couldn't see past, like, you know, special effects not really done and stuff like that. But you got to give credit to him and stuff like that. He was able to do that. And... uh, if I remember correctly, stuff like that, like he, the deal that he made and stuff like that, like he was able to, you know, keep control of mo- most of all, like the merchandise mm-hmm. money and stuff like that. So like he sold some back and stuff like that. But he, this is like probably one of the first movies and stuff like that. Like you, you've been a fan of this since, like, since you were a kid. Like that's the perfect time. Just a, and I think like sometimes people forget, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way, Frank, that these are movies like for kids. It's a space opera. It's good versus evil. 
And yeah, it, 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 I'm not putting it down like that. Like, you know, that film for kids. Because if you watch, if you see the movie and stuff like that, you might go by like the Funko Pop and some other stuff and stuff. But like your nephew, when he gets older and stuff like that, or your niece, when they when she gets older, she's gonna they're, they're gonna want the Star Wars birthday party, the Star Wars backpack, the Star Wars Mer- lunch kit, Mer- all Mer- of that. Yeah, all of that. It's an empire. Mm-hmm. This movie was so popular, like uh, the toys that they were selling. It, you know, I forgot what toy it was, but like they they sold a fucking voucher. It was an empty fucking like, as in like you're gonna get this eventually because they sold out. That's fucking yep. insane. That's how it usually is now too. That you have to be in line when these under water. So imagine being a kid in 1978 and like you're, for Christmas you get a fucking voucher and it's the most amazing thing to you. I was just like, you know, you're gonna get it, but you ain't got it now. But I, that voucher saying you're gonna get it eventually, like you fucking shit bricks, you're doing flips, you're making fun of kids at school who don't got the voucher. <laughs> well, I feel like the the hype of it was so well done on like for example boba <clears throat> fett originally had what two minutes of screen time back in the day <laughs> yeah. and he yeah. is one of the most hyped up ca- i fucking love boba fett you, i have a yeah. self devoted to his dumb ass and for two minutes and what two lines that, that suit man it's a suit like it was just it's it's this thing that like draws you in mm. and you're hooked and then the thing that i love about it is you're either dark or you're light, and there's no in between. It's true. That's uh, true. Uh, I was you like, know, yeah. kids like Kylo, or they like Ray, or nobody likes Jar Jar. So I don't want to talk about Jar Jar, but you know, they <laughs> like the the good or the bad, and then they just kind of go down that path of liking everybody on that side. Like I haven't met a kid that has the good and the bad. They just it's either they're for the dark side or they're for the <laughs> forks and everything else, you know? <laughs> good point. It's a very good point. And yeah. So I was like, just, you know, I would have loved to like been like of a decent, about like maybe 10 and 1978 and just like got to experiences and stuff like that. Cause you, you, you always like, Every Star Wars fan, you know, they always have a story. Like, I remember watching this as a kid with my dad, my uncle, my brothers and stuff like that. Like, people that, like, probably passed away, but they still have those memories. And, like, just, you know, like, touching on that, like, you can kind of... I don't really want to get into, like, the dark side of, like, fandom right now, because this is a celebration day for it and stuff like that. But, you you know, you... I feel like you can't really touch that, because you also have people... The opposite of Frank is Frank is a fan, and Frank, I believe Frank is like example of a, of a good fan. Like if something bad, he'll mm-hmm. criticize and stuff like that. But you got some people they be like, "Oh, it raped my childhood." Now you be like, "What?" <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I- and it's like it, it goes like too far, <clears throat> or they want things to be done like a certain way. And yeah, like I I, I, I know we're gonna like I don't like want to jump forward too much or something like that but i want to talk about like the last jedi so i know a lot of people didn't i enjoyed it 
kind of because it was trying to do something new. Like it is. W- 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 which one came after the Force Awakens? Was this is the Last Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it 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 was trying to do like something new. Like it was trying to like play on like people's perception of a legend and what the legend actually is. Because that's what Luke Luke is actually. You know, he's 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 a man. And, you know, like, when people had, like, this idea, so, like, the execution might not have been, like, all the way there, but I appreciate its boldness. And, you know, a lot of people, they was like, no, we just want the same, you know, more of the same. And they tried to give it to them in the last one, from what I heard, and people rejected that, too. I think in the the new trilogy that they came out with recently, it's the, one of the things I didn't like was they changed writers so seven and nine were the same writer and then eight was a different writer so it mm-hmm. it kind of jumped around a little bit mm-hmm. and I, I wish they would have kept consistency because there was like some of the things didn't quite make sense or they they threw in characters that to me i felt they didn't have to be there and like me personally, I think episode seven was just a rehash of a new hope with a bigger Death Star. And I mean, Frank will tell you that he loved it anyways, and I appreciate it because Frank's a pure friend. Like he doesn't care what it is, how if it's bad, if it's good, he just he likes Star Wars. And I'm one of the ones that was like, I was expecting a new story or something mm. different. And to me, it was rehashed. And I remember me and Frank getting into it. When it came out, he's like, no, it was beautiful. And I loved it. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, but no, but because this, this, and this, and this. But at the end of the day, I still appreciated it. Like, it's still mm-hmm. Star Wars. It's still something that I grew up with that I love. And even though they're not my favorites, I'll still watch them from time to time just because mm-hmm. it's Star Wars, man. <laughs> like, like, that's think, what it is. I think a lot of people kind of like, ah. Uh, I don't want to say like overlooked, but just like probably didn't criticize it much to a few years later because like it Star Wars had been off the scene for so like you know after uh, Revenge of the Sith and stuff like like it was it was like people was done and then like they were trying to introduce it to like more fans so like they kind of felt like they had to play it a little safe on that but that safeness mm-hmm. carried over to like the rest of them. it's like all right well you know you played safe you introduced. The same old characters with the new characters, but, could, but that should have been like a passion of the torch, and he just like kept looking back towards the past. Yeah, because and... I remember like mm-hmm. the first time seeing Han Solo in the new one, I got goosebumps, man. Mm-hmm. From a from a fucking stupid kid movie, I got goosebumps. <laughs> it happens. So, what do you uh, think, Frank? Huh? With the new, the newer movies, just anything. If you want, if you want to yeah, talk about, uh, uh, you know, Empire Strike Back, we can we can go there. Um, I think that like I'm going to go off of what you said about the new movies. Um, how you think it's a rehash? It's not a rehash. You have to continue the story, and if it's the same, I mean, the story's going to be the same. Um, with Ray, you know, she's supposed to be their Skywalker, the last Skywalker. That's what they're like, kind of foreshadowing that she was. So of course she has to go to the same story as Luke, that Luke went through. 
Mm-hmm. If you look at it that way, um, that's why I liked it because it was basically telling her story, but then the dominant female uh, lead role. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the characters. <laughs> I, I did. I was like, I liked the Ray. I liked the Finn. Uh, I like the Kylo because I'm, you know, I'm a big Adam Driver fan and stuff like that. Like I told you, like when they when they showed that picture of all them, I was like, that's fucking Adam from Girls. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, it's not just the movies too. It's like all the spinoffs too. Yeah, you had a Rogue One, you had Solo. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the whole. They're, they're all intertwining into one big story. Now. Y- Frank knows how I feel about Rogue One. You don't know, Zulik. I enjoyed it, but I felt like maybe like the first 20, 30 minutes, it kind of like jumps around too much. And they kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was like, it, it was on this planet and then that planet. And I was like, where the fuck are we? And like, I kind of like fell asleep. I took like one of my younger cousins to say it. And I fell asleep and I woke up into like kind of like the midway point or something. Like, I forgot what point it was. But I enjoyed it. Now, this is kind of controversial and stuff like that, I will say, because I like Felicity Jones and I like Diego Luna and stuff like that. But I didn't like the end in the Rogue One, and I'll tell you why. No, 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 it's not It's not what you think. It's not what you think. <laughs> Hurry up, because I'm about to pounce on you. <laughs> <laughs> funny, it, it, I'm, that's a very funny use of words, because I, that's what I'm finna say. <laughs> it, I believe... At the end of the world and stuff like that, these are two good-looking people. Felicity Jones, Diego. No, philosophy-wise, I think when you have two good-looking people on the screen, they need to fuck. Especially, <laughs> especially <laughs> if the world is finna blow over and stuff like that. Like they, as soon as they hug, I think I looked at my younger cousin. I was like, Ooh, you mm-hmm. been, that cinematic jerk <laughs> finna get pop player. And like they just like hold hands, and I was like, are you fucking serious? You better one of y'all better be gra- holding, be grabbing onto that sand moonlight star. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have wow, took that gosh. just like <laughs> them embracing, and then like the camera just cuts to one of to both of them like holding <gasps> hands, grabbing the sand. That would that would have been perfect. I would have got the meaning. You see, Josh, yeah, like, remember wanted, this is a Disney movie. Josh wanted that ending. With me, I, I like the ending. <laughs> We finally got to see what how the planet looks um, getting destroyed by the Star Destroyer. Uh huh. If you yeah. think about it that way, like that's what it looks like when a Star Destroyer destroys a planet. And that's what I was all excited for. Like, holy shit, <laughs> that's cool. Now you know that I ending was perfect. You know, I didn't say change anything. I said oh, I wanted to add a little bit more to it. <laughs> like I didn't say like the planet didn't have to blow up. It did to me. That you guys are kind of proving my point. <laughs> I was like, they ain't, no, they ain't getting off this planet. <laughs> and then, um, and then of course, you had the ending with uh, Leia getting the plans delivered to her. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that that team. Oh, yeah. Especially with the, the CGI they have with the Leia and the Luke from um, from uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, the young mm-hmm. Luke. It's just, I mean, it's top notch. I mean, I think. Um, the Avengers could take a lesson or two from well, they, they, Star Wars. They, 
you should know them, but that's like pretty much like where they got the technology from and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like f- from them, like they, when they use it on like to make Michael Douglas look younger and like Nick Fury and stuff like that. So oh, I, I, I guess I must admit, I missed it. I must have missed it during the portal scene where it looks like a giant green, green screen. That's They're all guy. popping out of a giant green screen. Yeah. I get so. where Frank's coming from because I feel like in a lot of the the Marvel or those superhero movies, the CGI is kind of lacking. Like, yeah, I remember watching Batman. Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I watched Black Panther. I remember like when they're when he's in the uh, they're fighting by the little waterbed for mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is. It looks so fake. Like I couldn't get over it, and I'm trying to enjoy it, but I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like, yeah. Like what the hell, you know? <laughs> they always turn to like big CGI, and I love Black Panther. To me, that's like the coolest Marvel movie right there. I'm not gonna get into why it's cool, but it's just cool. It's got a cool soundtrack. <laughs> All the characters are cool. I'm not gonna get into like why the characters are cool, but yeah. I'm guessing you're not a fan of uh, Captain America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cool. we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about those later because there's Walmart Captain America and there's Captain America. Yeah, so I'm like, he, 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 okay, he, he ain't got that Black Panther swag though, but that's okay. <laughs> I was more of a fan of the. Of, um, I can't think of it right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I kind of want to like backpedal right quick and stuff like that. Uh, so Frank, like. Uh, when you saw, like, an Empire Strike Back, like, what was that, like, your first time, like, after seeing, like, A New Hope? I think when I saw it, I was, like, maybe 9, 10. So I can't really tell you, like, how I felt mm-hmm. because it's all so long ago. Mm-hmm. But I remember it being eye-opening, like, holy shit. <laughs> that's the, that's, like, the, the swerve, spoiler alert, when they find out Luke, um, Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Um, that wasn't expected in anything. In any, I think that's the first time a big reveal like that has been done in cinema, I want to mm-hmm. say. A big yeah. reveal like that. So, of course, I mean, and then the big reveal in the return when they find out uh, Leia's is the sister. <laughs> and then, so, I think those big reveals are just crazy. Um, I wish we would have had a big reveal for... Um, the Ray's character, but we didn't. We didn't uh, do a big reveal for that. They never. So all you got was Palpatine's whatever. Yeah, she was a Palpatine, grand, but it wasn't yeah. so climactic. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to your original point. My first, when I first saw um, Empire, first off, Empire is my favorite of the, all the series. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was eye opening. It was just like crazy because if you think about it, the whole squad I guess you know like Luke Han and all of them they're not together at all during the whole movie well they are together but they're not, throughout the movie they're not together you have yeah. Han and Leia doing their thing and then you have Luke training basically with Yoda mm-hmm. the whole movie almost um, so that's when and then that was our introduction to Yoda too so of course that's when he blew up I wanted everything Yoda when I was younger mm-hmm. um, yeah maybe it was just Great, great, great uh, movie. Mm. I, I remember, like, when, when you had, like, lend me, like, your box set, and I watched, like, you know, New Hope, and then I watched uh, Empire Strike Back, and I was just, the tone, like, it, it it just, it got a little bit darker, 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, and like I, I and you, I can say like it got a little bit more complex too, because like you know, like you kind of had like the whole little love angle in the first one with <laughs> Luke, Leia, and Han Solo and stuff like that. And then like immediately like that's taken off because you know like that's that's his sister, and he found like that's his father. And I I, I love like the scene where. Uh, him and Vader about the fight and like that James Earl Jones voice. He was like, Ooh, yeah. it, 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 I forgot how, how the exact quote goes, but he's like, but you are not a Jedi yet. And I was like, damn, that's a badass line. <laughs> and, he, um, and he just, mm-hmm. no, no, go for it. Oh, okay. I thought she was like, been telling me the line. No, no. And, yeah. And like, he's just like with that saber and stuff like that. And they just get into like, a, like a nice little battle right there. Like it's not, it, it's probably not the best battle in there but it's like uh one of like probably one of like my favorites right there because like the information it just comes out later and you're just like what did he just fucking say that that's his son <laughs> and um, like he uh-huh like speaking of the fights look look at the differences between the fights of like a new hope and and um empire compared to the fights of like in um Revenge of the Sith, where they're doing flips and dips and all mm-hmm. that. It's just crazy how the the evolution of um, saber yeah. saber fights went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, he 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 definitely like pushed technology with his uh, you know, industrial lights and magic and stuff like that. Like that company, the visual effects company, like he definitely pushed it. Now, did did you know? He did not want to direct the prequels. Like people shit on him, but he didn't want to direct them. Uh, yeah, Joseph. He 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 went to like Ron Howard, Steven oh, Spielberg, yeah, yeah, and like Robert Jamek, like the, the guy that did uh, Back to the Future and Who Framed Robert. He went to them, and they were like, "Nah, we're not going to like touch that." Like they thought that would be like too big, and like basically he just like kind of shrugged and went. And then like when I see people, they was like, "Well, why didn't he go?" And get other people. I'm like, he fucking tried. <laughs> Went off of those movies. We think I'm watching the first one with the recording. It's mm-hmm. perfect. The, like you said, the second one was a darker tone. The first one was more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And the third one was more of like a mixture between lighthearted and dark tones. Like you had mm-hmm. the Ewoks running around, you had a bunch of little Ezekiel Elliott running around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's adorable you want to like just grab them up and cuddle with them in our but then you have like the, the darker one um luke is meeting with vader and he shows him the, the lightsaber and all that and vader's trying to analyze his lightsaber it's just a dark tone right there and did you the feel like you didn't know if Luke was going to turn to the dark side when you first watched it. Oh, yeah, I definitely. I mean, that's what they were going for, too. You didn't know which yeah. way Luke was going. It turned out, though, that Vader actually goes back to the light side. Mm-hmm. Which Again, is dumb because... Can't fucking see yeah. But then, and then here's, the, here's the confusing part for me. If Vader went back to the light side, why is Kylo worshipping Vader? <laughs> you think they kept that out of the history of... Um, teaching <laughs> probably most likely you can't have yeah. like your most feared assassin or like soldier or whatever he was to them but like, <laughs> like in the end he just he just went back good nope nope he has to keep even <laughs> well hold up though because doesn't Kylo say I'm gonna finish what you could never 
fin- or he, there was some line like that where he's like, "I'll start what you were able, to, what you were never able to," or so he knew he failed and he wanted to succeed where Vader failed. But he was it was more like he was worshiping, like, mm-hmm. like he was trying oh yeah, to, not worshiping, but like he was praising Vader. But then if you think about it, why would you praise the guy that went back to the light side who killed, <laughs> who almost basically killed your 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 sister? He's cursed city. I, I know pe- some people are probably going to like throw their headphones and turn off after I say this, but <laughs> Kylo Ren is basically toxic toxic masculinity. I'm going to just say it. I'm, I've been using that a lot lately because I realize sometimes I can fall into it. I'm trying to get better, but that's, you, you, you see like the mixed emotions and like he has to kind of like get put the role on like with the helmet to go through and do the things. And then, like, he's, like, conflicted about, like, he knows he's doing terrible shit. At least he didn't kill younglings. Yeah, that was Anakin. (laughs) (laughs) There's always that, Josh. (laughs) That's that's, that's true. That is true. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, Anakin did it. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just uh, 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 to bring up another good like fight scene, like him and like Obi Wan when they're like uh, on the what what planet was that, Frank? Like where he becomes like uh, that's Vader. Darth Vader. That was Vader's planet. Okay, Vader's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Vader's like, layer is. Yeah, it's uh, like something Camino. with an F. Is it like with an M or something? I don't know. I forget the name. Of it. But yeah, I was like, when he just <laughs> Mustafar. Yeah, lost the fight. There you go. <laughs> uh, like he's like, he's like I had an upper ground. He did. He, he basically made him prove it. And I, was, I, I always like 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 that scene, like when he just like becomes greater. And I was like, damn. I was like, y'all are literally fighting on a fucking like volcano planet, and when the dude is telling you that you're finna lose, <laughs> just give up. <laughs> um. So Frank, let's change gears here a little bit. Who was your least favorite character other than Jar Jar Binks? I actually like Jar Jar Binks. He was like the comic relief. That's what I am. <laughs> wow. Um, <He's> just... <laughs> I just threw that out there. But no, I actually like Jar Jar. But um, outside of Jar Jar, I mean, I want to say my least favorite was Guido. You don't like Guido? Nah. You little... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the introduction to that was the introduction to um, what do you call it? To Han and all that. Did you catch it in the original? Um, I think in episode one with little little Guido. Yeah, <laughs> a little. And then I don't know if you've seen the 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 deleted scene where like I guess he's like messing around and stuff, and then I guess somebody says, "You stop that, or you're gonna get yourself shot one of these days." Yep. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And wasn't uh, he the one that said you're gonna lose Annie anyways? Yeah. Was he? I don't know. I'm not I sure. I think so. I don't know. I need to watch it again, but there's a lot of foreshadowing. It really is me. Him, or I would have to say, no, actually, I like him. I don't like him like him. Either. <laughs> um, maybe the. You see. These characters, there's, I mean, they're all so good. I want to say the Porgs, maybe, but then those guys are cool, too. I, I hated the Porgs. What's wrong with the Porgs? 
They're annoying. The best part about them was Chewbacca eating one and then them getting mad. <laughs> you didn't even eat them. Because they ruined his meal. That's why I don't like them. Uh, what else? Who else would? I mean, man, there's just so many. They're all so good. I mean, I can't well, really think of a bad who, character. Who, who's your least favorite? Like, you still like them, but like, yeah, yeah. everybody else, to, you like It's more than that. I said, I'd probably have to be, um, what's his name? Guido. Okay. Baby Guido or Guido? <laughs> Guido. <laughs> I was like, we're going to turn into another hour of filibuster. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what do you guys feel about, like, me personally, like, yeah, like I said, like, I'm not, like, the biggest, like, fan, so my opinion probably won't really mean shit. <laughs> like, what do you feel, like, has, like, the better uh, future, like, the the spinoffs or the films? Me, I would uh, go with, like, the TV shows, like, the spinoffs and stuff like that. Like, I think, yeah, like, they're doing yeah, great yeah. things there. Uh, I, I think the TV shows for sure, and then... Dave Filoni is doing this amazing job making them kind of dark, but also giving you hope for the characters in it. And I just want to throw this out there. Dave Filoni is a furry and he puts, (laughs) uh, I think it's foxes or wolves into his renditions of Star Wars. So you'll catch it every now and then. Like there was a ton in uh, Clone Wars and... um, I forget what the other one is, but yeah, he he's a furry. So look for those references in his uh, versions. And did, I haven't seen the Bad Batch yet, so did he work on Rebels? Yeah, Rebels. Rebels yeah, okay. was a huge one. Okay, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think the the TV shows are they have a brighter future outside of the movies because I think they're getting consistent with the writers and mm. and everything else in that realm. And I'm excited to see the Obi One thing because I think Obi-Wan's probably like my favorite character on the good side I guess mm-hmm. I, I love his really? philosophies and stuff you don't like mm-hmm. Obi-Wan? I think if we got a, a Qui-Gon movie like to talk more about him and show us who he was and who he became I think I'd like Qui-Gon more but um, no I think Obi-Wan's probably my favorite from the the rebels. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right, I'll accept it. I just started getting to like the Mandalorian and stuff like that. First episode, I was like, all right, this is probably gonna be like a decent little space western. And like the second episode, like when he has the child, he's got like, damn, this guy gets his ass whooped every episode. Like he he blacks out twice <laughs> in this episode. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, is this like supposed to be like uh like you know, I was like, it would be hilarious to find out like later on, like he's like the worst of them. And then, like, it kicks up. Yeah, like, to me, like, just, like, the door, like, that's just, like, my sense of humor and stuff like that. Like, I was thinking about, like, the anime Trigun, like, how vast the stampede is, like, a buffoon, and then he gets serious. And then, uh, like, you know, like, the third episode, like, when he goes back, like, for the child and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, shit, the fucking Mandalorian's a fucking badass. <laughs> you haven't got to Sasha Banks character uh, episodes yet, have you? You will be the first to know, my friend. <laughs> 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 I'm not even gonna lie to you. You will be the first to know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I really, you know, like I, I wouldn't say like I've been like pushing it off 
and stuff like that. But like I wasn't like in a hurry to watch. But I've been watching. I was like, man, this is, this is actually pretty good shit. Like it's living up to like all like the hype and stuff like that. Like you know. Like I finally get the this is the way. I was like, I get it. I can now like, I'm like, I'm like two years late, but I can be like, this is the way. And people are just like, what? <laughs> that, was all, that was so two years ago. Hey, better late than never, guys. Uh, that sounds like, come on, man. We don't we don't count 2020. 2020 was a pandemic year. We don't count that. <laughs> That's like, uh, I didn't even think about these Star Wars shows or what's selling this Disney Plus subscription to people. So they have to be consistent with these shows. Yep. Mm-hmm. They have to like hit home runs with every single series, man. Just and with those, but also with the, the Avengers series too. Mm-hmm. They just have to keep hitting home runs with them because if they don't keep hitting home runs with these shows, people aren't going to want to subscribe to their channel. That's true. And I love the technology that they use for the men learn, like how to make it and stuff like that. Like, uh, I'm trying. To, what's the uh, the film company or like the game company that they work with? Uh, developer. No, 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 no. It, it, uh, it's like with Epic Games and like Unreal Engine. Like I'll definitely mm. like put up that link. And it's like basically like they use like a camera and like they're able to change like the the physical location like in the background and stuff like that. Like that way they don't have to go to because that's how like season two was able to film because of the pandemic. Like they were on a set. And they could change it, like to like a different worlds and stuff like that. Like it's very cool and game changing technology. It's called stagecraft. That technology. Yeah, yeah, and like you can render it in uh, in real time. Like if like I, I definitely like send you guys like the link for that. Like what, the first time I saw that video, I was like fucking the mind blown. I was like, man. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's like if you like if you can't go to like the physical location. You can bring it there and like and being able to like be like, oh, we'll fix it in post. You can like literally fix it right then and there. So I'll give you guys a little a blurb that I found. Um it's a massive LED backdrop. It's a 270 degree semicircular LED video wall and ceiling with a 75 foot diameter performance space. Holy shit. <laughs> and it's 20 feet high. Dude, that's insane. And it's rendered by NVIDIA GPUs. Yeah. Like, I never looked into the technology. Mm-hmm. I just knew they were using some giant screen. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is amazing. Like, yeah. I was like, if I could find like a, like a decent sized clip to like put on the page and stuff like that, I'll do it. But I'm definitely going to send y'all like the link. And just like just sit back and watch, and you'd be like, "Man, this is." It, you really don't really have have like the words for it, like too, because you could think about like all oh, like the things that can be made with this. Like you're gonna see so much good content come from this. I think the thing that gets me is the lighting will be even. Yeah. And and you can make it uh, like if you need to make it like darker. Like, yeah. like, say, yeah, you could do that. Like, uh, you're doing like a day scene and it goes to like a night scene. It's there for it. That's freaking cool. I, I'm going to read into this and watch more mm-hmm. videos. Thanks, Josh. I'm going to be a bigger nerd now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, 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 but I, I do want to, like, you know, get it back to like talking more about, uh, you know, like the movies and, you know, like this 
day. Like I said, like it's a celebration from this and stuff like that. Like Frank, he's mostly like just being quiet. Like I, I can tell, like he's like he's waiting for the shoe to drop for us, like to start like <laughs> shitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm listening to him. I was like, I was like, this motherfucker's like sticking his foot in the kiddie pool. <laughs> it's like dive in this shit, man. But yeah. Um, he was the one like to let, let me borrow his box set because I told him I was like I was like yeah I was like I never really like sat down and like washed all of them this and this was like years ago and I didn't not like I really end up enjoying them and stuff like that and like Frank, he reads the books did you ever like I think you I think you got sent to like some of the comics too right Frank yeah I got some comics from them yeah. um, I got the Darth Vader comic the Princess Leia comic mm-hmm. um. I just stopped collecting them. So I couldn't find them anymore. I would have to like <laughs> look. I would have to look for them. Mm. But yeah, I'm a. I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I played the video games, Shadows of the Empire, mm. um, Fallen Order. Uh, um, I'm just ooh, ooh, okay. Always. Frank, what? favorite video game, Star Wars related, Shadows of the Empire, N64. And hey. okay, okay, cool. <laughs> You played that one, right? I mean, you have to have played that. Probably the best start. I mean, next up, I mean, it's because back then I would play that thing throughout. I would beat it all the time. Um, I'll beat it very hard. I would just always play that game. Um, Dude, I remember Battle playing Star Wars on my Super Nintendo. Yeah. But that game was just different. I don't know why. It was just a different game. It just hit different, too. It was just everything about that game was so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can we talk about Slave Leia? <laughs> with her, with her coke finger. Her coke finger. Yeah, and she knows. I mean, I don't want to say that. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we, we we talking about Leia? You talking about Carrie Fisher, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that. Never mind. Because there is like, have you seen those pictures of her? her yeah. Pinky? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. We will talk about that though. Rest in peace, So, I don't know how to approach this without sounding like like a cochino, but probably the sexiest thing about Star Wars was Slave Leia. See, that's Rosario Dawson. Okay, true. Mandalorian. (laughs) That was pretty cool. But um, are we talking about the sexiest thing in Star Wars? I would have to say, actually, she was the only one that actually showed, you know, back in the what, seventies or on that even that was in, in the eighties, the eighties, yeah. yeah. And that's I think a big step in that direction for like a sci-fi movie to show that. Well, I mean, the, I look at it this way: Why the hell was she in a <laughs> steel bikini next to this big old pile of? Nasty. Um, yeah, like I, I, I get the image that they're going for, but why is she in a metal bikini when this guy is a slug? <laughs> <laughs> the man had his kinks. <laughs> yeah, man, it's imagery. Man had his, you gotta let the man live. If he wants to, he could do it, he could do it. <laughs> They had a bunch of Muppets just around. Yeah. That's it. That's all we're going to talk about Slave Leia. 
<laughs> just like we, we just like nobody wants to go touch down that one. Well, what do you guys think about Darth Maul? Keeps coming back, never dies. <laughs> I think he's a real cool character, and he probably sells way more merchandise than what we realize. <laughs> like, cause like you always see somebody dressed up as him, like with the double saber. So they yeah. just like they're just like, yo, did you saw did you see him down the screen? Nope, we'll bring his ass back. <laughs> well, because think about it from a product standpoint, they tried a curved lightsaber with Dooku. They tried the mini one with Yoda, and the double lightsaber is just that's badass. Like as a kid, me watching Episode One in theaters, when one side opens up, I was like, all right, cool. And then the second one opens up, and you know that meme where it's Joe Rogan and Ariel Hawani and DC, and they're like, "Oh my god!" That that that. <laughs> I don't know. I think um, Kylo's up there too now with his saber. Oh, Kylo's was cross, dope, man. Yeah, with his cross hand shields. I, I yeah, I liked Kylo's. That that's, I think that's my favorite saber from the new ones, but um, because it's like it's broken but it works and it just has a cool sound and i don't know I, I liked kylo's and then you got darth maul's and uh allegedly samuel l jackson's lightsaber says bad motherfucker on it so i think that's the cool <laughs> one <too. laughs> you know his is the only one that's like a really like like all the other kind of colors are like kind of the same his is just like badass purple <laughs> well <laughs> okay, to his defense, the colors mean something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The colors do mean something to each Jedi. Josh, trivia question. What powers a jet, uh, saber? Huh? What powers a saber? A lightsaber? Uh, the four? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I'm... I, I don't know. I guess you, you, you have done your job of embarrassing me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this phone call is over. No, let me stop. The um, best, wow. one of my favorite episodes from Clone Wars, it's, it's a hybrid pistol, but one of my favorite episodes okay. of Clone Wars is when they all go looking, when all the little Padawans go looking for uh, the, the crystals to power their lightsabers. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen that episode? They go into like the ice. Huh? Oh, I, I don't know. I know Josh. I know Josh hasn't seen it. So. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that episode? <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah. You haven't? I have, yeah. Oh, I okay, have. yeah. That's like one of my favorite episodes. And then another one of my favorite episodes from Clone Wars was in, um, when little little Boba Fett's trying to kill uh, Mace Windu. <laughs> you, <know, little, laughs> you have to go back and look at those episodes. It's like a little, um, he's like setting up like Home Alone traps for Mace Windu. Yeah. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> I was like, oh, that little rascal is going to try to kill a Jedi Master. Come on, man. <laughs> Anything can happen, okay? Oh, uh, little Boba Fett. I like Little Boba Fett. has got to be my one of my favorite characters in the, in, the, in the Star Wars movies. I always say Little Boba with his little mean grill, <laughs> little mean mugging. I looked Before. it up, so if anybody wants to go look this up, it's uh, season two, episode twenty. Of Little Boba, or of the? Uh, yeah, Little Boba attempts oh. to kill Miss Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because you say Home Alone traps trying to kill a. It's a Home Alone traps. He really is though. <laughs> 
He has like all these little, like he gets caught and, and, and he, talking for a little bit and basically gives him a little, oh, you see. So I don't know what he tells him, basically. Basically, your dad's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 just like, you ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> basically makes me do you ain't gonna do shit <laughs> uh, Frank what's your favorite moment in Star Wars Ooh. it's a lot of them um, I would have to say the transformation oh, one of my favorite like heartbreaking moments is when uh, when uh, Anakin is pledging himself to the doors to the Lord Sidious Oh, and it looks like the life sucked out of him? (coughs) Yeah, right when he gets the life sucked out of him and then they kill uh, Mace Windu. And then he gets on his knees and he, like, pledges himself to the dark side. Oh, that's just... (laughs) That's when it all began. And all down here from there. (laughs) (laughs) Or, of course, when... uh, (laughs) Excuse me. When um, Ray and Finn fly their Millennium Falcon, it's pretty cool. When they're flying it in um, the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and then like she turns off all engines and it just goes into free fall mode, so I guess the the gunner jams. So that's a pretty oh, cool yeah. scene. Uh, you see, every every movie has their own special scene, except for Attack of the Clones. So don't don't even bother with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Before this over here, go. You know what? They do have you know, a pretty good scene. <laughs> no, no. You know what? Okay. Off topic. I know how you guys said I support every Star Wars movie and all. I could not get into Attack of the Clones. Why? It just, it just to me felt like a love story, like too big of a love story. Like there was nothing corresponding to the main story other than these two fall in love. Which okay, it's a big thing, but it's just we see a little bit of Anakin's dark side come out when he kills the Sand People. Um, well, but think about it. If they never fell in love and they never went to the stupid uh, planet, we never would have gotten Luke and Leia. Yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying. I mean, I, I just can't. I mean, I think I've seen that movie probably the last, least out of all of them. Mm-hmm. We did Count Dooku and a, and a Yoda uh, battle, though. That's pretty cool. Now, I, that's my least favorite battle. Really? Yeah. What? I, I don't like how Yoda super CGI motherfuckers walking with a cane and all of a sudden he's like screaming, doing spins and flips <laughs> and being a total badass. And then he cuts Anakin's arm off. Dooku does. And then he tries to crush Obi-Wan. So Yoda's over here doing his thing and Dooku gets away and then Yoda grabs his cane. Oh, I got a limp over there to help him up. We think well because you you think about it. Yoda used a lot of his force energy to help him to help the things not crush him. So he had to use that force energy. Yoda's still an old dude. Yeah, he could fight and all that, but force energy is different. I still don't like it. Jolie just Jolie just said, "Oh shit, he hit me with the facts." Yeah. <laughs> I, now I know you say you don't like Attack of the Clones because it felt like a love. So do you feel like uh, if George Lucas would have been like a better 
a more expressive director and like gave like better directions and like got better like performance from that it could have been a little bit better. I think the first three movies would have been more praised if he actually got more input in those movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of people always tell me, "Oh, I, I hate the prequels. I hate the prequels." I mean, the prequels aren't bad. Mm-hmm. I think Sith has to be my, like my second or third favorite out of all the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with Frank though. I think they could have done without the Attack of the Clones. But if you look at there is the one okay, there's a machete order. There's a way to watch these movies that I've, mm-hmm. I've read up on. I've tried, I've tried yeah. it for it to make it the perfect sense. According to this order, episode one is the one you can <coughs> excuse me, you can skip all together. Because hmm. if you think about episode one only has all they do is um, acquire Anakin. There's really nothing else they show. I mean, yeah, they kill um Qui-Gon Jinn and we get introduced to Maul and all that. But there was nothing in episode one that really corresponded to the actual story as well. I mean, I, I think episode two had more of a role in the actual series than episode one did. I just, I just don't think episode two was that good of a movie. Did, did you ever see the five and a half hour cut? Of which one? Um, so they put all of the important pieces of Star Wars together. And they combine like the Clone Wars, oh, no, prequels. I the <laughs> I tried watching just snippets of it like uh, during quarantine because you know you weren't doing anything else. And I think like it's five and a half hours long, yeah. But the way that it's cut was it, it's interesting because it kind of it skips all the baloney and it just kind of <laughs> gives you the way Star Wars should be and. Frank's right. There wasn't a lot of episode one. There really wasn't. <laughs> it was a lot of episode two and then uh, three, a lot of four, five, and six. And then I don't think they did anything from seven, eight, nine. I think a lot of it was from Rebels and Clone Wars. It didn't do. It didn't talk about trade agreements and stuff like that. No, no, no. They didn't go through all that crap. Like it was just the main storyline for Vader, Luke. Leia Han, like all that, and then it filled in the cracks, and you got a little bit of Rogue One, which mainly like the end, where they should have been doing other stuff on that beach. But <laughs> talk about that. Thank you. I knew I could convert somebody. <laughs> I'm just quoting Josh. Okay. <laughs> I think Solo was such a good one too, only See, because. I mean, come on. You had a you had Donald Glover as Lando. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! You can't get a better Lando than that. Donald Glover did amazing as Lando. I'm not yes. doubting that. I'm doubting the whole movie. Oh, it was a good movie. You didn't like the movie? I, 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 I would have. I would have loved to see like Phil Lord and Chris Miller version. Like it probably wouldn't have fit the Star Wars tone. Like I, 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 I get always like conflicting like stories for them. Like I heard like because you know they're mostly into comedy. And, like, I heard, like, their version, like, probably wasn't as comedian as people think. And then, like, they're used to, like, doing, like, multiple takes and take, take, uh, going, like, from the best of them. And, like, they were falling behind schedule. So I, I think, like, I would have loved to, like, just see, like, their version. I think it, it probably would have been, you know, interesting. But, you know, like, I'm not over, you know, a film studio. Or, like, I don't have, like, a billion 
dollar empire in my hands they can like <laughs> <laughs> they can just like crumble at the first sign of like trouble and stuff like that so i can understand so the five hour cut you talk about so like it was like a mixture of like live action and animation and stuff oh yeah it was a little bit of everything and it just skipped a lot of the talking and like it gave you the main points of it mm-hmm. without the love story and i think the ewoks were in it so i'm okay it- with that did it feel like you were on acid while you were watching this? <laughs> no, because I didn't watch the whole five and a half hour cut. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's what I was. I was like, wait a minute, it got it's got clone what's up? I was like, so this is jumping from like at, like like real to like anime. I was like, man, that's like some drug shit. So the guys that do it, um, they have a big Facebook page, and I can't remember what it's called. I'll find it and I'll link it in the description. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, they take time out of their their lives to put this together. They do it for free. They don't ask anything of it, and sure. they stream it once every couple of years. And the only thing that they ask when they're streaming is that you not record it and put it out because it's not a sanctioned thing from Lucasfilm and Disney. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like a very no, uh, you know, reasonable request. Have you heard about uh, like Topher Grace, like who played Eric Foreman on that Sony show? Like he. Did like its own little cut too. I heard about that. I just never. I never yeah, looked. I, I never looked at it too. Like I, I know, like he, he felt like so overwhelmed playing David Duke and Black Klansman, and like he kind of did that just like refresh and like recharge. And like he's a huge Star Wars fan, so mm-hmm. I, I thought like maybe like somebody might have seen it and do it. Like Frank, can, can you like elaborate a little bit more? Like the the machete cut. Like what's the order? Machete cut. Okay. You're going to watch episode four, which is A New Hope. And then you're going to go back and watch episode two, which is Attack of the Clones. And you're going to go back and watch episode after that. You're going to watch episode three, which is Revenge. And then you're going to jump forward and watch episode five, which is Empire. And watch episode six, which is uh, Return of. And then, then you watch the last three. And uh, I've done it. I mean, because you're starting with like a little flashback. Basically, it's a flashback. Mm-hmm. of episode four that's the first one and then the second part the second movie is basically you're looking at them i don't know how to explain it but it just makes the most sense that way mm-hmm. and you're not missing anything important with episode one mm-hmm. yeah so uh as a person you start with a flashback basically. i've done this i've done that order before okay yeah i was gonna say like which one do you prefer, like, watching, like, from A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back? If I recommend it to someone that's never seen Star Wars, we personally would have to start with A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And then I would tell them to go back and watch... I would tell them to watch episode one just so they know who Darth Vader is. They won't understand it yet because it's basically little Anakin. Um, you won't understand who Darth Vader is until probably... Midway episode two to episode the end of episode three, of course. But in episode two is when you see a little bit of Darth come out. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, episode one, all you get from any kind of Darth Vader vibes was when Yoda says at the end, "Troubling in the sticks." He says something at towards the end of the movie about how he doesn't have he has trouble trouble. He doesn't have good. Um, Force energy, I guess, with um, Anakin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says that at the end of that movie. 
And then, well, of course, episode two, when he kills all the sand people, is when you start to see a little bit of Darth come out. And episode three, he just goes full on Vader. And then, and then the last three, the last three, um, the newer ones are just they're just you know pillar pieces. You know they're fun, just yeah, end yeah. out a fun, end out a fun series of movies. They're doing their own little thing and stuff. Yeah. So okay, yeah, I was, I, I just want to like get like you you know your own to take of somebody that have seen like all of them like from you know in the order that they released in and you know like you said the machete cut and stuff like that like which one like would you prefer oh, and stuff like and that and they added more they added like they actually added rogue one into that machete cut and then they added solo in there too mm-hmm. but yeah but those yeah there's like a lot of ways to watch these movies yeah so very interesting that's why that's why like the, the that's the thing that we wanted you to get to like go so i knew we got on one good subject we was gonna get them to roll <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting for too. I was, I was like, we got him. <laughs> okay, so Frank, I got one more question before we uh, we cut this. Do you have a favorite toy from Star Wars? A favorite toy? I don't. I I don't really collect toys. Um, I collect pops. Um, I guess one of my favorite one would have to be well, not, not even a pop. Um, I do have a a, a Lando pop. But it's more of the Donald version, Donald, um, Donald oh, one. Oh. Yeah. But I have a figure of uh, Donald Glover. It's a black series of when he was Lando. But I guess my two favorite pops would have to be of Lando. And then I have a pop of L337 from mm-hmm. Solo 2. And they're like right next to each other. So it's pretty cool. And then I have, of course, a child. I have the Yoda. I have Vader. I have a Porg. I have the Marion, I have R2, I have uh what I have a Kylo, I have all I have a lot of pops is what I carry a lot. <laughs> I'm still tripping like how he before you even asked him like what was his favorite game, like he told you like right before you finish. <laughs> oh and then, yeah. and when you and then when you said like that, were you talking about the Nintendo sixty four? Yeah, yeah. The Nintendo sixty four. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh Shadows shit. of the Empire. Yeah, that's the Nintendo sixty four. He took it way back. <laughs> so I was like, man, that was dope. So, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, if I could find that on the Switch or if I could find like a Nintendo 64 and just that game, mm-hmm. maybe Conquer's Bad Fur Day 2, I would totally, totally buy it. I would totally buy it. Because that game was just amazing. How much money would you give me? Do you have it? No, you don't. Dude. Is there Shadows of the Empire? I got Conker's Bad for a day. I have all the Donkey Kongs. I still have all my Super Nintendo stuff too. Oh, nice! I don't know. I have to negotiate a price with you. We're, we're gonna have to do a, a game day here at the house, man. <laughs> this turned into almost Star Wars special. <laughs> so the guy's trying to make a deal. <laughs> No, I don't think I'd ever sell that. Like, I still have my Zelda, too, and I'll never sell that. With me in the background still saying Felicity Jones and Diego Lewis to the fuck down that bitch. Okay, on that note, I think we're going to cut it here, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Frank, take it home. Um, 
So basically, I suggest everyone go watch Star Wars. Even if you don't have any desire to, it's probably one of, um, and I always tell Josh, it, it revolutionized movie making, yeah. it revolutionized series and how people yeah. watch movies, big blockbusters, um, and for it to be still relevant, what, 40 Four. years later, 50 years later? Uh-huh. It's just, 40 years for Star Wars. Yeah, it's just it's doing something and it's still producing the kind of content it's producing. Mm-hmm. I hope we could do that with this show. Time will tell. Yeah, we've been damn near try. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed the episode.